Welcome back to the next episode of Rolling with Rock. It's me, your boy Rock. I had to take a a weekend just to, you know, do a hard reset. I know um, a lot of people, you know, throughout the week get so busy. Um, There's a whole lot going on between work. You know, some people going to school, some people getting kids ready. Some people ain't got no job, but they just doing stuff around the house. But it can be overwhelming sometimes. And it's not a bad thing, you know, every once in a while to take some time out to what I like to call do a hard reset, you know, um, sit down for the weekend on a Friday, you know, uh, relax for a few minutes. Or, you know, what I chose to do this weekend is I did a lot of cleaning. Um, I don't have, you know, very much space, but for the little space that I do got, I felt like it was necessary for me to you know, finally take some time to just clean everything up, vacuum the floors, clean up the bathroom. Um, I'm not sure how or how many people or who uh, have been in these sheets uh, of the bed because, uh, you know, as people cycle in and out of this job, they all place us here. And I don't know if they wash them or not. I know in hotels and stuff, majority of the time they don't. So I took it upon myself to say, you know what, that's nasty. So I wanted to go ahead and clean it up myself. So I washed that. Um, I cleaned some shoes, um, had a stupid, dumb accident this weekend and fell out of the shower. I know it sounds weird, but yes, um, I guess I must have left some conditioner or some shampoo or something in the bottom of my, my shower because, uh, you know, I do my little routine or whatnot and I, I hit one wrong turn, man, and both feet just slipping all over the place. I grabbed shower curtains, everything I could, man, and end up falling out of the shower. Didn't hit my head, didn't hit nothing crazy. Um, so I was very fortunate uh, on that aspect. So y'all be careful out there. And if y'all don't got shower mats, get them shits because uh, that shit slick kind of hurt. Um, but I cleaned up the bathroom, you know, just kind of just reset everything. You know, every once in a while, you don't, you got to, you know, take a little break and just get everything back, back in order. Um, I know for me, everything I do here on a daily is pretty routine. You know, wake up, eat breakfast, go to work, get off work, come home, get ready to go to bed, go to bed, wake up and do that same routine over again. So I didn't want to necessarily have that same routine for my weekend. So, uh, you know, Instead of, you know, always every weekend going out and doing something different, like um, like I mentioned in the last episode, just being adventurous. There ain't nothing wrong with that, but I don't have to do that every single weekend. Um, I chose to just take the entire weekend and just uh, chill at home, just kind of lay back. I mean, it may get boring, but sometimes you need boring. I wanted to sit back and just kind of, you know, be here without having to do nothing. And I switched up my routine and just kind of sat back, watched some Netflix um, you know, recycled my energy. Um, the energy throughout the week was still good energy. Uh, the people that I communicate with are still good and positive energy, but I had to take time to myself, uh, to do that, you know, uh, you know, line my beard up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Make sure my hair was straight. Uh Oh, 
Um, but just little stuff to, you know, take care of yourself. And I know, you know, for the ladies, y'all have days where y'all want to get y'all's nails done. Y'all might do y'all's nails yourself or y'all might stick y'all's feet in a little bubbly water thing and then get your, get your toes done or, you know, scrub your feet, whatever it is you got to do, man. But um, sometimes you can take a weekend and just do all that for yourself because it ain't it, it, the odds of it happening during the week are pretty rare. I get it. And. It's just, it felt good, man. It felt good to do absolutely nothing, man. And it also felt good to catch up on some sleep. You know, um, I'm one of those people where I don't sleep a lot. So six hours to me, that's enough. I don't need no more than six hours to sleep. But for some reason, I said, you know what? Let me turn all my alarms off and just try to sleep longer. Man, I slept like 10 hours and I ain't know what to do with myself, man. Because sleeping for that long ain't like, that ain't my thing. But I guess I needed it, you know. I had crazy bags under my eyes and just didn't really have no energy didn't really want to do nothing so i was like man maybe if i caught up on this sleep that'll probably uh, alleviate a lot of this uh, stress or the stressful way that i look um i wasn't grooming myself correctly either so you know it just took some time to just you know look in the mirror man see see make sure everything is good you know clean clean up a little bit so i was i was definitely able to do that and i'm, I'm hoping that you guys could uh you know take take heed of that and, and do that for yourself as well or allow someone else to do that for themselves if you're able to help them do that so uh that's that's one thing i definitely wanted to touch on man because you know in the beginning i mentioned you know you gotta you gotta take care of yourself self-love is extremely important um nobody's gonna self-love you you know that's a self thing so you know even if you are around somebody or even if you do live with somebody or even if you do share housing with somebody or you know you got a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, or wife. Um, break it down to them. You know, allow them to have a day to do something and take care of themselves. And then, you know, ask if you can receive that same treatment. If they can, you know, give you a day or give you a couple of hours to just be off to on your own without having any responsibilities or doing nothing. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, I wish I was able to do that more for um, my my res- the people I'm responsible for um, because I now that I've had it. You know, I feel like, dang, this could benefit people in a, in a very good way. So, um, yeah, for y'all out there who, who are interested in doing that, um, I think now's the best time to try to do that, incorporate that into a, uh, a routine, you know, once a month, maybe one weekend at the month. Just don't do shit. Sit there and clean up for a little bit. You know, you ain't got a deep clean like I did, but sometimes you need to just sit back, relax, chill. Don't worry about the next task. Don't worry about who you got to meet and what time. Don't worry about where everybody else is going, where everybody else is at. Like, it's fun. It's cool. It's dope. And I'm used to it. But damn, it felt good to just sit here and just tell everybody, nah. <laughs> it really did. Um, it really did. And I'm hoping that that could bring something uh, to, to other people that are out there. But um, as I was, you know, sitting here, I was just doing a whole bunch of thinking. And... It, it dawned on me, you know, just listening to a couple of other friends. Another buddy of mine had a podcast. I'm just listening along and just, you know, catching up with everything. And um, something got me thinking about uh, fatherhood and uh, what it's like being a dad and raising girls. Because <laughs> growing up in, in our genre or growing up in our generation um as a lot of people know it's a very manly man world back in the 90s um our upbringing anyway um on how we are as men so you know raising girls is one of those things that's like how do i say this you want to sculpt your daughters 
to be not the girl of your dreams, but the girls that you that you want them to be for, for, for someone else. Now, you're not going to be able to tell them who they're going to be and what they're going to do, but you can help mold them into the best versions of themselves. And you already have an image in your head of, of the type of woman that you want your daughters to be. Um, so us as dads, we have to groom them in that manner. And, you know, uh, for me, my daughters are kind of already somewhat like this, but I jotted a few things down just as, you know, ideas or little tidbits to kind of like help out with that. Um, you can teach them independence. Um, teaching them independence is pretty much showing them how to do things on their own. You know, uh, it's, it's awesome for daddy to be able to help them do something. It's awesome for mommy to be able to help them and do something. But um, eventually there's going to come a time where that child is going to need to do things on their own and they need to become more independent. It's not so dependent on you as a parent. Um, I'm not talking about anything financially, but I'm just talking uh, more so along the lines of, you know, getting their clothes out for themselves, getting ready, putting stuff away for, uh, by themselves, get them in the habit of doing things that they're going to uh, end up using uh, later on in life. But they're not going to necessarily pick that up from us because they watch us do that right after them. So they expect us to clean up after them. But if you teach them to do it you know, themselves, it becomes a routine. And then not only does that help them as a child, but as they grow as an adult, you know, they just become more disciplined, you know, because they were able to learn from their parents. So um, the independence thing is a real big one. And uh, chivalry, you know, um, for us dads out here raising girls, I think it is, it is extremely important that we teach chivalry um, by showing them, not necessarily by just speaking on it, but speaking on it is a good thing, too, because they should definitely know um, what to expect or not necessarily what to expect, uh, but what, what is um, a good gesture for them and, you know, letting someone help or, or, uh, or for a man or boy to be like a gentleman to them. So opening the doors for them, you know, um, letting them walk on the, you know, opposite side of the road that the cars are traveling on. Little bitty stuff like that. And both my daughters, <laughs> they already know because everywhere we go, and even if we're in a theme park, um, if we're walking in, in, in traffic's coming this way and we're walking that way, my girls already know they need to walk to the left of me. I need to be on the same side as traffic. And that's just because as I was raised, you know, the women don't walk on the side of the road where there's traffic. You know, they walk closest to the building. So I just teach them stuff like that. Uh, teach them stuff like, you know, um, pulling and pushing their chairs back under, having a, uh, me push, open their doors for them, a little bitty stuff like that. Now, I don't necessarily believe that that is a very crucial thing for them to learn because, again, independence is something where they can do that themselves, you know, open car doors and everything like that. Um, but it is a good gesture to allow for them to allow someone to do that for them without them thinking that they're trying to take something away from them. So uh, incorporating that into uh, some form of, communication between you and your kids could be extremely, extremely helpful. Um, another thing that I jotted down, um, you got to support their adventures, you know, uh, kids are going to be kids and they're learning a whole new level of things from this thing we call the internet. And we may not be used to it because we grew up on, you know, blues clues, Arthur, <laughs> shout out to my dog, Steve, by the way, for that message that he gave us, um, via the internet I thought that was extremely dope but we're gonna go back to the topic but we grew up on like shows like Franklin and we grew up on Nickelodeon and Nick Ju we grew up on a completely different genre than our kids man and they're learning at a different pace and their adventures and their brains are just they're they're so different than ours it's not 
we don't have to compete with them when it comes to, well, I didn't grow up like that, so my kids don't need this. Yes, they got these cool little weird toys that pop now, and you know they, they have these weird channels where kids are just more intrigued and more interested with YouTube than anything else. That's cool, man. Support their little adventures. You know, Let their brains wonder. Let their minds wonder, because with their generation, they're actually learning a lot. You know, um, and it, it could be some 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 things that could be taken away from the Internet. That's not good. But for the most part, um, if you allow your kids to watch and, you know, partake in the right uh, videos, they can learn a lot from a lot of this stuff, man. So I say support support them, you know, having an iPad or support them having um, a lot of these games that allow them to use their brain to figure stuff out because it's kind of cool. Now, monitor it. I will say monitor it. Um, but yeah, I think that in, in a way, in a way, it could it could definitely benefit them. Um, so you know, uh, supporting their adventures, you know, supporting their their little dreams that they have and want to, you know, uh, pursue something that they've seen in a video. If they want to dress up as, you know, Elsa and Anna and all this other stuff, man, as dads or even as moms too, you know. Um, we got to be there to support that stuff, you know. Um, we shut them down and continue to tell them, no, that's not how I did it. You know, that's that's not necessarily allowing them to grow um, as their own people. So um, I'd monitor it, you know, for sure. But I would definitely still allow them to um, take off and let their, their mind wander. And I'd be there with them every step of the way. Um, and I'll even say, like, as far as, you know, you know, TikTok and all these other things go, you know, it's inevitable. You know, we can't get away from it because you can take it away from home. You know what I'm saying? You can you can say, you know, there's no TikTok allowed in the house. You can't use my phone. You can't use the iPhone. You can't look at it on TV, whoop -de -whoop, whatever it is. And that's cool. You know, as a parent, you know, they're going to listen to that. But eventually you got to realize they watch this stuff at school. They watch this stuff at daycare. They watch this stuff over at their friend's house, their cousin's house. They can't, you can't keep them away from it. You know, it's 2021. All you can do now is, like I said, you can monitor it. Um, and then, you know, in some cases, you know, support it, you know, dance with your child, build that relationship with them, get out there and do a TikTok video with them. You ain't got posted for the whole world to see, but just to have that, you know, moment with your kid, man, that builds so much camaraderie that like y'all could have like an unrealistic amount of trust, you know, built up. Uh, just from them having such a cool parent do something like that, that they know it's something they're very interested in. So, you know, that's another step we could take in the direction of just, you know, building trust with our kids and, you know, learning to have fun with them and let them see the type of parent that you really are. Um, now, there are parents that don't do the TikTok thing, and that's cool. I'm not saying you better get out there and do it, but I'm just letting you know they're going to be watching it. They're going to see it, and whenever they see other kids, I don't know how this happens, but every kid who meets each other all automatically knows the new TikTok dances. If they ain't seen each other in four years, when they high-five each other and they start hitting their little moves, <laughs> they finna know each and every single one. And you're going to be like, how they know these moves? And they ain't seen each other in two and a half, three months. Um, they got access to everything, man. So, um, again, monitor it, but have a little fun with them, man. They, they like that. And it does build that little trust with them because they're able to come to you now saying, like, you know, what they have and have not seen. They don't have to be afraid to let you know, you know, what could or may offend them on the Internet. Internet is a big place, but it's becoming more and more used. So uh, take advantage of it. You know, have some fun with it. It ain't necessarily always just bad stuff on there. Um, 
the new generation are going to continue to go and go and go even further into the internet. So I think it's important as parents that we keep up with what's going on, you know, especially when we have younger kids, because like I said, we can't, we can't get away from it. They're, they're going to always continue to have access to that stuff. So, um, as best you can, just, you know, try to get involved with it just to teach. And if not, if you're that type of parent that just absolutely won't bend for it, um, that's cool, too. You know, you can find alternative ways to to link with your kid and build some type of camaraderie, some type of, of relationship or some type of trust, because um, we're always going to be parents at the end of the day. And we're not we don't have to be our kids friends. But I think it's dope that you have a, a, a good relationship with your kid to, to the point to where they're not afraid to come to you. You know, they're not afraid to ask you for something. They're not afraid to have that conversation with you um, because you guys have, have been having this relationship built based on, you know, things that they are interested in, things that they like. Um, but that's just, you know, pretty much speaking uh, from, from my perspective. Um, with girls, man, you know, for us dads, um, I didn't necessarily need this growing up uh, from my mother, but I didn't really have a dad. And then the dad I did have, I didn't ever see him raised with my daughters. But I know for me and the two girls that I got, I tell them every single day how beautiful they are. Like, I personally think I have the most beautiful, you know, kids on planet earth you know what i'm saying and i'm gonna make sure i tell them that every single day because they need to hear that not necessarily just from grandparents and the internet and people that they may you know see um like friends and everything oh you're so beautiful oh you're so cute as parents man we need to seriously like tell our kids how how beautiful they are because they need to hear that you get what i'm saying and i think that it is extremely important that you know mixed kids, uh, biracial kids are told how beautiful they are, especially if they're growing up or raised in an environment where they don't look like their peers all the time. You know, um, I know more and more, you know, biracial kids and, and mixed kids, and I'm not just talking black and white. Uh, there's, there's numerous, uh, uh, kinds of, of biracial kids, but, um, predominantly when you grow up in a, a majority you know white city or a majority black city and kids can be ruthless sometimes and you know if you don't look just like everyone else you can almost somewhat to an extent be outcast and you don't want that for your kids you know so as parents it's not the other kids jobs to tell them that they fit in we need to remind our kids that they're beautiful and that they fit in regardless of what they look like how tall they are what's missing what's not there her hair is longer none of that stuff's important you know so if we continue to feed our kids um, the compliments that they need to hear to build themselves up they're going to continue to always feel that they are beautiful people and they will never have to go down a path as teenagers or as adults um, trying to fight for acceptance because they never got it you know as a ch as a child because children can be extremely ruthless and I'm not saying that they are. I'm just, I know that they can be, you know, it's not the seventies, eighties or not even the nineties anymore. So I know it's changed a bit, but I still think that it is important as parents, especially as dads to tell our girls, our baby girls, you know, how beautiful they are. You know, they need to hear that from daddy. Um, so the first time they hear it ain't when they're an adult or when they're a teenager, you know, they've heard that their whole life from their dad. In my eyes, you are one of the most beautiful girls on planet earth. So, you know, you need to live like that. You know, you need to, you need to, to hear that. So I feel like that's a very important part. And they also need to, you know, well, if you're 
in a relationship or, you know, you're with their mother or if you have a, another wife or something like that, I think it's important that you show the kids that you also find your spouse beautiful. You know, they need to watch you uh, love the other spouse, too, because um, then they will be able to accept the type of love that they need and the, the type of um, what's the word I'm looking for? the type of words that they need to look forward to, you know, um, in whatever relationship they choose to get into. So again, man, that's just, you know, a couple of things that I feel like, you know, girls need to hear, especially coming from daddies, man. Cause daddies can be, you know, we could be pretty tough dudes, especially, um, dudes who their whole life have been such boys, if you get what I'm saying. You know, the ones who played in dirt, the ones who ain't afraid to get their hands dirty, the ones who done did some things and, you know, been some places. Um, we're not necessarily the softest when it comes to um, how we are towards our baby girls, you know. Um, every once in a while, you know, we'll let them climb on top of us and we do throw them up in the air 1,700 feet and, you know, catch them in a couple of days when they come down and swing them around and stuff like that. So we, you know, we have fun. We have fun. Is that my phone? Oh, not mine. Um, so, you know, we have fun as dads and everything, but we got to continue to remember to have a soft side for our baby girls because um, as much as they need their moms, they definitely need us too. And it's our job to be able to feed them, you know, the same uh, things that their mom can as far as their ego and as far as, you know, um, how appreciated they are and everything of that manner. Um. I wrote this one down too because my my baby girl, the, she's the one who that's dress up queen right there. You know, she's got about every Disney princess outfit you can think of, and you know, daddy, you know, the, the manly man that he is. Sometimes you gotta, you know, what I'm saying, take it down a notch, and you're gonna have to get dolled up. You know, they're gonna have to play with your hair. They might throw some fingernail polish on you, man. They might. You know, mess around and have you hold this doll while they hold that doll. And y'all got to go around the neighborhood talking to the other dolls. And you know what? That's so dope, man. That's something that I feel like a lot of dads would actually probably enjoy because you're able to use your imagination just like you did when you was a kid. And you get to watch your kid use her imagination. And I can't really explain the feeling of both of y'all like playing together. And it ain't got to be no everyday thing. But I think that it's pretty cool, though, to just, like, have that little moment with baby girl or, you know, your older daughter, whatever it is, um, just, to, just to be able to, you know what I'm saying, have her trust you and say, like, dang, I got such a cool dad, man. He just sat there and played with me for 20, 30 minutes. Now, I got to warn you, when you get to playing with them dogs, them kids be wanting you to stay there for an extra hour, two hours. So you got to put a time limit on how long you're there. But I think that it is important that you get out there and play with them, either in the yard, like I said, with the dolls. Let them dress you up, man. Let them, let them put your, the nails on you. Let them paint on your face. You ain't got to post it. You ain't got to get outside. You ain't got to take pictures and show the whole world. You know, that's just for you and baby girl. All you're doing in this moment is you just building camaraderie, building trust, building that relationship with your babies because they're not going to be your babies forever. And you're going to want them to come to you for everything. So the trust that you need out of them, you're going to have to build that with them. So these are the moments as dads, as girl dads, that we need to take to just make sure we're building something with our baby girls. You know, if you want to take them fishing, if you want to take them outside to go work on cars, if you want to take them and teach them how to shoot a gun, if you want to go out there and take, teach them how to paint, you can literally build so much with a kid right now as, as children. Um, it'll be a lot easier for us, I feel like, in the, in the long run. So... Um, there's so many things that we could definitely do 
to get out there and make sure that we're, you know, being great, being great parents, but at the same time, building a good relationship with these kids. Cause they, like I said, they, they not finna be, um, kids forever. Now I know a lot of uh, kids, you know, oh, say I take that back. I know a lot of girls, you know, for the most part, especially when they get older, they want their hair to look good. You know, they want their hair to look a certain way when they start to go to school, when they start to go out in public, when you take them to the store, you don't want them looking crazy all over the place. So again, girl dads, it is our responsibility to learn how to do a ponytail, learn how to part their hair. Some dads even know how to braid, man. I got a buddy named Brandon and he be out there, man, he be hooking his daughter's hair up like he be, he need his own YouTube channel, man. But it's just, it's the little things, you know, and the mom is present. The mom is very present, but it's not necessarily only her job to make sure that she's grooming uh, these girls. You know, that shows a whole nother side of you to your daughter, knowing that you can sit her down and take care of her um, hair in that manner. And I feel like what it would do to them, the children, is allow them to eventually one day take over and do the hair themselves because now they have, you know, both parents teaching them different ways to do it. And at the same time, like I said, it builds that camaraderie. It builds a relationship. And it's pretty cool to see your product once you've got baby hairs laid down and you got the ponytail on fleek. Um, as a girl dad, too, you know, I've done both of their hair. Now, I'm not finna, you know, do magazine cover hairstyles or nothing. Don't get me wrong. I would if I had to. Um, but I just, you know, I know the basics. And that's all you need to know as a dad is you just need to know the basics, all right? I think it's very important to make sure you got all that stuff down as a dad because there are going to be times when these kids are playing, roughing in the rough housing and running around, doing flips in a in a park. And you're going to have to sit there and get that hair fixed, you know what I'm saying? Because y'all got dinner after this. So um, take some time out. Go check out some YouTube videos. Get on Pinterest. Go do something cool. Uh, or, or look up something cool, a, a cool little design to do uh, for your girls, man. Just watch the looks on their faces when you get done and they realize, like, daddy did that for me. You know, again, everything ain't got to be for social media. So you ain't got to post it. You ain't got to feel like, well, I got to do this now. No, nah, man, this ain't just for nobody but for you and baby girl. And if you got sons, too, you know, take care of their hair the same way. Get them lined up. You know, if they got long hair, put it in a ponytail. Learn how to do this kind of stuff because I'm telling you, man, for some reason, I just, it, it, it's needed, you know, I feel like it's needed. Um, I had it growing up. My mom did my hair a lot. I've, I've actually, I've had long hair a uh, majority of my life, um, not just, you know, recently uh, coming out of the military, nothing. As a kid, I had long hair. As a teenager, as an adult, and now back again as an old man, <laughs> uh, you know, head full of hair. But I'm able to at least do it myself. But I understand the importance of doing it for your kids because, um, I've, I've watched what it done to, you know, me and my daughter. So I think it would be a, a pretty good idea for, for a lot of dads to get out there and, and try to learn that. But those are just a few things that I wanted to touch base on because, like I said, fatherhood is so dope, man, when you really, like, sit down and get to, like, the, the root or the bottom of it. I love everything about fatherhood. And I can only speak for being a girl dad um, as far as, like, you know, doing hair and making sure everything is is, is, is together as far as like how they're growing as girls and um, the type of world that they're about to get themselves into and everything of that nature, you know, for the most part. So um, I just really wanted to share those tidbits with y'all just so I can pretty much try to help, you know, build some bond for a lot of dads out there um, who are new to this or who are doing phenomenal jobs, but, you know, just looking for a better way to build a, a relationship with their kids. So hopefully you guys take that 
and, you know, can incorporate that in your own life and be able to build, you know, some type or some form of relationship, better, stronger relationship with those kids. Because uh, one thing that we are going to want from them when they get older is that trust. And we're going to want them to come to us, talk to us, tell us what's going on. Tell us the, the things you, you're probably going to be afraid to tell us. You know you can talk to me about this. Remember we played dolls when you were little? Still the same daddy, you know. And um, they have something to lean on. They got that soft side of you, you know. Uh, we already know a majority of us are probably the disciplinary ones. I'm the mean one. Um, I say no a lot, and I have to. Um, again, I'm building them up to be the best versions of themselves that I believe as a parent uh, for when they become an adult, they're going to take off and go in their own direction. All I can do is hope that I did a good job in the upbringing part. Um, so let's not wait too late to attack that. You know, let's let's get on top of that now and continue to do a great job as dads um, in these little girls' lives. But um, on, a, on another note, uh, from from being girl dads, man, um, self accountability. You know. Uh, in my earlier episodes, I had mentioned a lot of things about, you know, taking care of yourself, making sure that you're keeping your, um, your hygiene good, making sure you're keeping uh, your, your, your health checkups, making sure you're taking care of your body, man, um, exercise or, or anything of that nature. Um, I know a lot of us dudes, you know, we live a, a pretty, I'll say a lot of us, the people that I surround myself with, I'll say that, uh, the people I surround myself with, I know a lot of us live a lifestyle where we, we get out and, you know, we work out a lot, you know, we get out and go to the gym, we go for a run, um, we do a number of things that strain our body out, and on top of trying to keep up with everybody, on top of trying to keep up with everybody and everybody's lifestyle, we still got to take care of ourselves and taking care of yourself ain't necessarily just catching up on sleep or going out to make sure you look good, going to the gym. And you got to take care of your body, take care of your mental, take care of your dental, you know, take care of everything, man. Um, I know some people probably need to hear this, but y'all need to make an appointment to go see a doctor, you know, go get checked out for us that are in our 30s, for us that are in our late 20s, early 30s. Um, right now would be a good time to go get everything checked out. I Ain't no telling when the last time you'd have been to a doctor. People don't get hurt every day. But I think that it is extremely important that people go out there and just go to get checked on, get some scans done, man. And if you got insurance, I mean, you, you probably allotted at least one a year, you know, if not, you know, spend some money to get checked on, you know, get some blood work done just to make sure everything is OK. Um, because, yeah, those babies are important and we gonna need to be here to help take care of them. Well, you can't be here if you ain't taking care of your body. So. Um, it's extremely important that you get out there and take sure, make sure you're taking care of not just your mental health, um, but your, you know, uh, your health. You get what I'm saying? Um, another thing is, is dental. You know, we don't need dragon breath all the way, you know, for, for, the, for the whole year. So um, any chance you get and this ain't going directed towards nobody. But since we're on the topic, man, I got to bring it up. Y'all make sure y'all go out there. And y'all make sure y'all get that teeth checked out. You know, you got to check on your gums. You got to check on your teeth, bone structure. Um, some people got a, you know, fucked up bite. It's, it is what it is. And I ain't here to judge nobody, but I'm just saying, like, take care of yourself, man. Don't don't ever lose sight of yourself because um, you feel like you got a little too much on your plate, you know, or something like that. Uh, because ain't nobody else going to make that appointment for you. And you don't want to wait to the last minute to be walking around 17 teeth missing. Um but I'm going to leave that up to you guys because I know with me and my kids, I got to make sure we try to stay on top of that stuff because that's stuff that's important to me. And again, we're teaching them this as their parents. Hey, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. 
take care of yourself. Well, if we're going to teach it, we're going to have to do it too. Um, so along with taking some time out to yourself, you know, make an appointment, you know, um, go, go, go get some, some things checked out, man. And, um, on top of it all, one of my favorite topics to talk about mental health, um, mental health is still a thing that I feel like is top tier. That needs to be number one. And it's something that a lot of us I know are working on and we're getting better at it. You know, I'm hoping that you guys have, you know, use the same exercises and use some some different techniques and things to kind of help out with the mental health that we discussed in previous episodes. Um, but I still think that mental health is going to be one of those things. <clears throat> excuse me. I think that mental health is going to be one of those things that um, will be the foundation of how everything else works out for you. So. Again, that's one thing that I've always continued to work on, and I'm going to continue to work on that because I ain't the best yet. You get what I'm saying? But I'm getting better at it. Um, day by day, I'm slowly starting to notice how much um, I'm improving with my own mental health. So as I start to improve, I'm going to incorporate, you know, bringing it up whenever I'm speaking uh, to you guys. So um, get out there. Take a day to yourself. Go walk. Go jog. Or don't do shit. Sit there. Watch watch a movie. Catch up on that Netflix series. You get what I'm saying? Like, it is totally okay to hit a hard body reset. Just don't move. Or do what you gotta do around the house and then don't move. But just, like, take one of those days, man. Take a day. Not even a whole day if you can't. Uh, but just take some time and just hit a hard reset for your body, man. I took a whole weekend and did it, and it has been glorious. Uh, so good that I was actually able to knock out another podcast, this one right here, after I just posted. You got the hiccups. After I just posted one what, a couple days ago. But, um, yeah, man, I, I needed this, and it's been phenomenal. It's been great, and I'm hoping that it can help, you know, somebody else out there, too. Um Last thing I want to touch on, you know, before I leave, today is uh, September 11th, uh, 2021, which marks the 20th year anniversary of 9-11 um, when the Twin Towers were attacked. And I'm sure a lot of us could probably remember exactly where we are, like the moment that happened. Um, I, th I was in Rucker Stewart Middle School and... I was sitting in Miss, I want to say it was Miss White's class, and they pulled out that TV that's got the wheels, the TV with the wheels on it. It's got the big strap over the big old box TV in the middle. And I remember they turned it on, and as kids, we just sitting there. I was 11 years old. As kids, we were just sitting there watching the tower smoking, and we didn't necessarily know what was going on, kind of confused. And the next thing you know, we see a plane come, and the plane hits the second building. We actually got to see that on TV. It was mind-blowing because to us, you only see that in movies. So we weren't sure if this was, like, should we take this serious or what? I mean, some kids were crying. Um, you know, some kids were just kind of shocked. Like, what is what's happening? What's going on? Um, we didn't really understand it. But uh, 20 years later, you know, here we are. We are uh, we're adults now. And that day still has affected, you know, so many people. Um, a lot of innocent people and a lot of brave people uh, died that year. So um, if you could, you know, take some time today to just, you know, reflect on that, reflect on what our country did, you know, on that very next day, you know, that that very next day, September 12, 20, 2001, uh, was probably the closest America has ever been, you know, to each other. Um, I ain't never in my life seen so many American flags, you know, in my whole life. Everywhere you went was red, white, and blue. And it don't matter what skin color you were. It don't matter, you know, what religion you were. If you were here in America, man, and you were American, you, they, you were loved that day, you know. It was beautiful. Everybody just got along. Everybody came together. And 
that's the America that like, you know, a lot of us are proud of. So, you know, as you guys reflect this day, you know, think about it, um, reach out to somebody, tell them you love them. You know, you never know when it's their last day. So um, spread love, spread peace, continue to have good vibes. And, uh, you know, thank you guys for for listening to the show again uh, for a lot of my followers out there who are with me for the first time. Um, you can check me out on YouTube. You can just type in Roland with Rock. And if that doesn't work, just type in Rock Harris. That's R-O-K Harris. And you can pull up all my YouTube content. Um, and you guys know you can find me on Spotify with Roland with Rock uh, podcast. You can get me on Apple Music, um, and if you guys got Instagram, you can just type in Rolling With Rock Podcast, and I should pop up on Instagram as well. Uh, so make sure you guys go on there and like it, share it, um, make sure you give me a follow, and uh, yeah, I sure appreciate you guys rolling with me today. So again, happy 20th anniversary of 9-11, and you guys make sure you get a hard reset in, man, because you gotta start taking care of yourself out here, alright? Thanks for rolling with your boy. Peace. <laughs>